Welcome to episode 24 of the Credit Card BS Podcast. My name is Sean. I'm the UC Berkeley graduate that created and taught the university-sponsored course on credit card rewards. I'm coming at you today from the world-famous and world's number one rated Ritz-Carlton, Ritz-Carlton Kyoto. Now today, I'm not joined by my normal co-host, Sherwin. I have my player two here, Jessica. Hi, I'm Jessica. I'm Sean's player two. Yes, she is my player two. So today, we're going to talk about what it's like having a player two, how to get a player two, difficulties you may encounter having a player two, and everything you need to know. So Jessica, first, what is it like being a player two in the credit card game? So I'm you know, usually the one that does the research in these things. I take you on these trips. But of course, you're doing your part two by applying for these cards and using them to get the sign-up bonuses. So what's it like being a player two? What's your experience been? I would definitely not be traveling as much as I am right now if I was never your player two. Like, I would literally just, like, wake up in the middle of night being super loopy, and Sean would ask me, like, hey, where are we going? I just booked a first-class ticket to Japan. And then I'd be, like, really loopy, not knowing what he's talking about. And then, like, one month before we depart, we'll be like, wait, so we're going to Japan next month? So that's, like, basically my life, like, every other day. <laughs> I'll be, like, booking random trips, and then we'll just be going on a trip without me knowing. But it's also really nice to not do any research as someone who is, like, really lazy about it and just never really... I'm, like, the type that I will make a group chat about going on a trip but never make it out of the group chat so it's nice that we're actually going to places that and staying at like mega nice uber high-end hotel um so my life would be really different if i never met sean and never really have this opportunity to like visit nice hotels like this and but i get to just tech along and not do anything not knowing where we're going next <laughs> I, i'm really glad you've been enjoying it so far now, to get a player two, right? What is a player two? A player two is basically someone that helps you in the credit card and travel game. So they apply for credit cards, they'll use your referral links, they'll help you earn points at a much faster rate. Now, why have a player two? Why is this so important? Well, when you're staying at a hotel, you're not paying per person, you're paying per room. So if we're both staying in the room, right? It's the same price as if just I'm staying in the room. So why not bring someone with me and then they can earn points too, and then we're effectively splitting the cost 50-50. So that's kind of the math behind a player two. Now for flights, it doesn't really work out the same way because you have to purchase per seat, so you don't really have any net gain there, but in hotels, your gain is huge. So now who can be a player two? So obviously you're my girlfriend, so girlfriend, spouse, significant other can be your player two. Who else do you think could be a player two? Family members. Family members. Um, close friends. Close friends, anyone you travel with, pretty anyone much. Anyone right? you trust. Any, that's a very good point. It's not just someone you travel with, but someone you trust because you're going to be splitting costs with them. You're going to be earning points together. You know, let's say I pay for this trip with a friend, right? So I have a friend, there's my player too, and I pay for this trip, and I'm like, okay, you get the next one. And then they say, oh, well, I, I already burned all my points on this family vacation. So you have to trust them that they're also going to be doing their part in this game together, because otherwise you might you know, be left hanging dry after you, you know, earn all these points. So moving on, does player, having a player two make things actually cheaper? So there's been some debate about this where, you know, on the hotel side, obviously, yes. But on the flight side, it, it can make some things more difficult, right? Because I have to purchase you a ticket wherever we go now. I have to always purchase a second plane ticket, second hotel. How, do you think, what do you think though? Like, Having a player two experiencing this, do you think like it would be cheaper if I just traveled myself everywhere? Or do you think you being here reduces the cost overall? 
I think it reduces the cost overall because you really get to split any bills 50-50. Like let's say we were in a hotel, right? Same hotel room if whatever like surplus charges we have to pay, we can just split 50-50. You're traveling with a player too. Things are just cheaper. We split a taxi. Yes, I was going to say that, right? Taxi, if a second person hop on, literally instant split a 50-50 and... Um, or maybe if you want to buy some like stupid like souvenirs like for ourselves and then you want to like or, like just buy foot off the street Right, you, you both get to taste it and you pay half the cost and you don't worry about not finishing the food So just a lot of, like small perks like that where you get to save a lot of money and not waste extra food that we're not gonna finish That's a very good point and even on like these like high-end restaurants, right? If you go to like these really fancy sit-down uh, set menu restaurants, right? They'll oftentimes like have these like very expensive $120 a person menu, and I, I'll, I'll never be able to finish it. There's no way I could finish these, these you know, tasting courses. But if you have two people, you can just split it, and which we've done before. We've ordered one set menu, we just split it, and then we're still full by the end. Yeah. So it makes it much easier to share things, I feel like. So I think, yes, it does make things significantly cheaper. You know, one of the other perks as well is referral bonuses. So not only do we have... 2x the ability to you know, sign up for credit cards. But when we are signing up for credit cards, we're referring each other back and forth. So when you get a card, I refer you. When I get a card, you refer me. And our points are you know, effectively kind of pooled in the same thing. It doesn't really matter who earns the points. But we're now being able to kind of keep it in with, within our own system by referring each other. And so that can be a you know, huge, huge benefit. I mean, do you, do you agree? I mean, we're always referring each other, right? No, yeah, and also just like just referring to friends, right? You have like double the size of your social circle. You can refer to your, your boyfriend's friend or your boyfriend's family members. It's just like you have so many more people that you can refer to. That's a very good point. Not only are you referring within each, with, you know, with each other, but you're able to refer to people that, you know, your significant, your player two knows, right? I've, I've referred to your, your cards to your friends before. Mm. And so that helps earn significantly more points because especially as you get into the later game, referrals can make up a big part of how many points you're earning and you know, being able to build up these big points balances. So okay, we've talked about a lot of the perks of, of a player too. It's very nice to have someone to help you apply for credit cards, earn these points, split the hotel costs, split the food. What are some annoying things about being a player too? And I think you can relate to this because <laughs> it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Sometimes you'll have cloudy, stormy, rainy days. Yeah, so one thing that's annoying, very annoying actually, is that I am not as big of a traveling person as Sean is. So sometimes I'm like, I just want to like stay home. Like I say, I have a lot of work to do. So I just don't want to go out all day and I like, feel guilty about like not going out of Sean, right? Or just like sometimes I, I'm not planning to go on a trip. Like I'm kind of broke. I don't want to spend more money in that period of time. And then Sean found us like a really good deal. And now I feel like I'm obligated to go to and that he doesn't really, or like, I'm like his top choice, like, to go with, right, out of other people. So I just feel bad not going with him, but also feel like I want some time off traveling, just, you know, spending some time with my dog, because he's an old grandpa dog. Like, so that's, like, a big problem, because sometimes I just want to spend more time with myself or with my dog, so I just don't want to go. But then he has this amazing trip planned, this first-class ticket that he booked a long time ago and then it's like now if he cancels it's really hard to find another one so there are incidents like that it's just really I guess hard to compromise that's a very good point because since like we've you know entangled our points earning and our trips together like 
if I go with, I, I only really want to go with you mainly, right? So if you don't go, I feel like, I, I don't really like solo travel that much. I know some people like it. It's not really for me. It's always fun to have someone to talk to, someone to hang out with. And, you know, especially for, as you said, like these first class flights. If I book you on a first class flight and, you know, let's say, even if I have other friends that want to go, I can't get them on that flight still. I can't, there's, you know, the award availability won't be there. It's going to be tough to figure out. And so, and you're right. Like, it's a thing, like, sometimes our travel styles don't line up. You want to maybe spend some time with the dog. You want to do something, you know, uh, even when these trips are very cheap, they're still not free. We're still paying money to be here. You know, we're about to take a bullet train later today and it's 90 bucks a person. And, you know, we're still paying incidental costs. So it still costs money. It, It can be annoying. Now, let me say that even though sometimes, you know, there can be issues, obviously you've, I've been able to get you in the game. I've been able to have you get cards. You go places with me. We're here right now at the Ritz-Kyoto. Amazing hotel, by the way. Now, let's say someone, though, has a player two, or they're trying to make someone a player two, right? So it's like their significant other. And they're not really wanting to get into it. They're kind of doubtful. They're like, I don't, you know, like, what do you mean I got to get four annual fee credit cards? I hate annual fees. I have one credit card. What would you say to that person trying to convince them? And how would you, you know, convince them? What would you do? Well, can I talk about how, like, you pay for my credit card? Oh, yes. That's a very... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah, so... Wait. Okay, there you go. So one thing we do is that... Because I personally am not, like, into the credit card games. Like, I don't really find joy doing the research and, like, looking for deals. Sean is the one who is really into it. I just enjoy what happens after like the fact that we get to go on nice trips so i like the nice part that i don't need to do any research and he does it all so we have a compromise is that i will like he can sign me up for any cards that he wants to me to to sign up for including the ones that have annual fees but he will also be paying the fees and i mean occasionally oh there's one card that i grew to split a 50 50 because like my dog gets to go on that trip too so they're like occasional like very rarely i maybe i'll contribute like some but mostly he pays for all of it and the person he gets is that i'll listen to all his credit card talks right like he, whenever we go to places so like he'll talk about oh yeah how we can get to japan using alaska miles with etihad whatever i don't know it's like the weirdest route you know um so i would you know just be patient listen to it and just get the benefits out of it and then it's also nice to i guess because i don't do any research but then like i also learn a lot from him like i don't need to spend time right, right just spend, like 10 hours do research but then he would just like literally like tell me like educate me about different types of cards or different types of like i don't know like coin stuff that i would need a lot of time to learn it by myself otherwise. So that's like a cool part about it. That's good. And I want to throw in there is that one thing I think you forgot to mention, for the annual fee cards that I pay for, it's not that I'm just paying these fees out of nothing. Is that in the deal is that I pay her annual fees and that any of the free night certificates, any of the credits, any of the perks of those cards, I get to use however I want. So let's say, you know, she has a free night certificate, but she doesn't want to go on a trip. Great, I'll use it for me and my friends or whatever. So I can, you know, I'm still getting the full benefit out of these cards and she still gets to go on these trips, but, you know, she doesn't have to feel the obligation of the annual fee. And what's also really nice to me is I never, she never, you know, debates, oh, I don't want to get this card, this card's too expensive because I'm paying the fee. So she'll open any card I want, not really an issue. She owes my referral link 
And that makes it so we're able to move much faster because I, since I do the research, I know what cards are good to get and that she still gets the benefits, but then I get the benefits too of having, you know, effectively access to more credit cards and more perks. Because when you have these cards like the Earn Free Night Certificates, for example, the more of them, the more you're benefiting because you can have more of those free nights. I think another thing to do is, let's say you have a stubborn player too. If you haven't taken them anywhere yet, they're going to be stubborn, okay? She was a little doubtful too, and then I took her to Alila Napa Valley. That's and the then first time First ever points ever. redemption. Yeah. And no, no complaints now. After that, she, you know, you can't complain. Once you experience something like that, once you're able to experience what you're able to do with it, you're not really going to complain because it's pretty sweet. You get some mm-hmm. pretty nice perks, some pretty nice benefits. So I feel like that's a really good thing to do is show them, not just tell them, show them like how they're actually going to benefit this and show them like the places that, you know, you can do. Yeah. So I guess the answer is just to find compromise, right? Like if you're, you're able to show me what you can accomplish and you're also willing to pay the fee, then, you know, I'll just tag along whenever I want to. Or if your player is also really into the point stuff, then you can maybe like, split, I don't know, whatever, the points 50-50, or you get to one plan one trip, and then the next trip, you know, your player two can plan it. So it's just to find compromise bef- between the two people. I think, I think it's an excellent point. Now, how do you, you know, how do you feel about being my player two? Like, how do you, overall, like, have we found a good compromise? Is there anything else you wish? I think we found a really good compromise, because, again, right, I would not be able to do any of these with just my knowledge, or if I never met you. And I really enjoy just to tag along and like pay basically nothing compared to what I really need to pay for this type of places. Um, it's just that sometimes I feel like, oh wow, if I don't have to travel all this time, then I can just spend like, you know, more time working and then more time spending time with my dog. <laughs> for sure, yeah. So let me also ask you now, like what, you know, we should talk about what kind of cards player, what's a good type of card for a player too. Because some cards may be more geared towards someone that's a player too, you know, maybe cards that require less work, for example. So I think those, and I think you go like the free night certificate cards. I think those are the easiest for any player two to have because those don't require any work. So like we're talking about hotel keeper cards here, things like the Hilton Aspire, IHG cards, Marriott cards. Those are really good because they don't require any effort. They don't require any spending I will throw in though, as I, even though I mentioned the Marriott card, for example, the high high tier cards sometimes can be not as good for player twos to have. For example, when we're talking about like earning hotel status, I'm the one since I'm like player one, I earn the hotel status because you know she doesn't go on the trip, I still want to be able to use the hotel status myself. So, for example, like she doesn't have the Marriott Brilliant card, even though we could benefit from another free night certificate, she doesn't need the Marriott Platinum status. There's not really that much of a perk. For Hyatt, I'm the Hyatt Globalist. For IHG, we both have Platinum from the Premier card. Or I sorry, we both actually have Diamond. Uh, long story on that one, but we don't actually do any work to maintain the Diamond. We talked about this in episode one, actually, IHG Hacks. Check it out. Nice plug-in. Nice plug. Very good plug. And so cards like that that don't require work are really good for player twos because you don't have to go, oh, did you do the spending on this category this month? Did you do, you know... Get the keeper cards, get the free night certificates, you're able to travel more, makes it a lot easier. I mean, would you, would you agree with that? Are there any other kind of cards I didn't talk about? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, I agree. Oh, Southwest Companion Pass. Southwest Companion Pass. So Very important for two people traveling together. 
yeah, so Southwest, we've talked about this uh, on the episode of Southwest Hacks. Companion Pass is very powerful, especially when you have a player two. Extremely powerful when you have a dedicated player two. But it basically is a buy one, get one ticket unlimited on Southwest for up to two years. That can be very, very powerful if either you or your player two ha has it. It doesn't really matter who has it. But that's really nice half off on your like domestic flights pretty much if it's within Southwest route network. Or if your player one is generous, maybe they will just give you the free ticket, but sometimes you have to pay half. Yeah, we split it half. I'm not I'm not paying the whole cost. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also for all the TSA pre-check global entry stuff. Very you have it all, right? Because of your status, I get it for free. And yes. your family too. Yes, because we have so many cards with those credits. So buy it for player two, three, four, 27, doesn't matter because we have so many cards with those TSA pre-check credits mm -hmm. that, you know, even if a friend hits me up and like, hey, I need a TSA pre-check, I would, I would just buy it for a friend, like if they ask me, like nicely, because I, I have too many credits. Yeah. Now, okay, let's close here with where to find a player two. Like, let's say you don't have a player two yet. What would be some options? Well, joining Sean's Discord channel would be really helpful because there are a lot of people of common interest trying to look for a player too. Thank you for the Discord plugs. Yeah, check out the Discord link in the description. Uh, there's a lot of people there interested in travel and award travel, 100% for free, nothing for sale. And if you need to find a player too, maybe you can find one there because there's people there without player twos and you know that want to travel places. And we have like a meetups channel where you can coordinate trying to meet up with other people. And even if it's a temporary player too, right? It doesn't have to be yeah. permanent. You can just split the points cost for a hotel room or maybe you can research flights, you know, mm -hmm. split up the work. So it, can, it doesn't have to be a permanent thing. Uh, but the other thing would also just be, you know, hitting up friends, trying to convince them into this game. All it really takes is, is showing them one nice hotel stay and then they might be hooked in for life. Yeah. So that's all it really takes. Uh, do you have any other final notes? Anything else you wanted to throw in there? No. That's good. So one final thing, though, is if you want to help support the channel, please consider using the affiliate links in the description if you plan to apply for any credit cards. It helps out so much. You have absolutely no idea. Yeah, I want to bring Choco to Kalala Island, so... Yeah, it helps help us out. You want, to bring, you want to bring the dog to Kalala? I don't even know if we can do that. But if we can do that, that would be very cool. You want to help see Choco go on some more Choco's or dog? Maybe if more people sign up for the links, then we can have a Choco channel. Yeah, we can have Choco come on the episode too. Yeah. So we now have to get going because our checkout is in 15 minutes, even though we have 4 p.m. checkout. We're about to head to Tokyo. And so we hope you've enjoyed this very much, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye.